Okay, um, so today I'm going to talk about um, one of the interesting minhagim we have with Schaefer. Um, Sunday is El, and we start blowing Schaefer on Sunday. Um, so I'll, I'll talk about one of the interesting minhagim we have with Schaefer that's actually Nayag on Rosh Hashanah, which is to cover the Schaefer when we make the bracha on the Schaefer. Um, people may not realize this, but if you watch closely in almost all shuls, um, the one exception I know for certain is Teimanim, but otherwise there's a widespread minig that when the Tekeya, when the Batekeya, um, makes the bracha on the shayfer, he covers it. Um, usually, according to most, um, I know according to most Blitzfischer Paiskin, you make sure that you're holding the shayfer in your hand at that point, um, but you cover the shayfer while you're making the brachas, then you uncover it and you start, so you make the brachas, um, then you uncover it, you take it out and you start blowing. Um, now, of course, you're holding it because you hold whatever you're using for the mitzvah, whether you're about to make kiddush, you hold the becher in your hand with the wine in it, or lulav, um, lulav and esrik actually is an interesting one because you have to hold it in your hand when you make the bracha, but you we turn the esrik upside down so that you're not actually having the tila. It's a whole question. Why don't you just leave it on the table and pick it up? Bottom line is, you know, when you're doing a mitzvah, you make the bracha every last yasin. So the question is, why are we covering um, the shayfer? This is something we don't see anywhere else that you cover up a dvar mitzvah with one exception, which I'll get to, which is Mecham Mishnah, Chal and Shabbos. But otherwise, we don't really cover whatever we're making the bracha on. So why by shayfer do we do that? Um, and the interesting thing is, is this minute of covering it is not really found until relatively recently. There's nothing about it in the Gemara. Um, I'd say obviously, but that's not obvious to me, but there's nothing about it in the Ga'inim and Kemat, nothing in the Rishayinim. I'll get, I'll get to why I say Kemat, nothing in the Rishayinim. There is maybe somebody from the Kufus Rishayinim who mentions it, maybe. Um, so the question is, why do we have this minute of covering the Shaifer? Where, where did this come from? Why are we doing this? Um, so one, there, there are three different approaches that I'm going to cover, um, each one with their own appeal, each one with their own problem. The first one is an approach from the aspect of Halakha. And the most famous, uh, I mean, one is, oh, maybe there'll be a psalm in the shayfer, you won't be able to blow it, you'll need another one. But the bottom line then is, why are you holding it? If you're holding one shayfer in your hand and you make the brachas and then you need to switch to another shayfer, I believe most Pisces will say you need to make a new bracha. On the other hand, if you weren't holding the shayfer, which is not what most of the Lutvish Kehillahs do, um, but if you're not holding the shayfer, that might be different. But because you're holding it, how does how does this change anything? Covering it doesn't really seem to be a solution. Um, so the Abne Nazar has a very creative, um, brilliant but flawed solution, which goes back to the Machlekes Rishayim over what is the actual mitzvah. Is the mitzvah to blow shayfer or to hear shayfer? And we pass in the mitzvah is actually to hear shayfer. And you know, one of the main nafkaminus is what bracha do you make? And the bracha we make is l'shmaya kol shayfer, to hear the sound of the shayfer, not l'tkaya. It's an analogy to that other mitzvah, um, that, that uh, the best comparison is that other mitzvah that I mentioned that we cover the Dvar Mitzvah, which is challah. We cover the challahs on Shabbos, Lecha Mishnah, we have on the table when you make Kiddush, but we keep the challahs covered. Why? And so the, the analogy is, oh, it's a busha for the challah, you're not making the bracha on it, is what people say. That um, I mean, the, the not people say, the tour says this. The tour says it's a busha. Um, because really you should be making hamaitzi before you make hagafim, but we make hagafim because we want to make kiddush on wine for whatever reason. Um, so we cover the challah so there isn't that busha for it. So now what's going on with the shayfer? Um, so, so he kind of makes that comparison that, oh, we cover the shayfer because it's a busha because we're making l'shmei kol shayfer. But the bottom line is, is if the mitzvah is l'shmei kol shayfer, that really shouldn't be a busha for the shayfer. There's not anything you're doing that you would do differently. Um, another possibility the Abnezer mentions is the fact that I believe the Rambam says 
that um, while we usually make the bracha l'shmaya kol shayfar, if you're making the bracha, that, that's if you're making it b'tzibur, but if you're making the bracha just for yourself, meaning if you're blowing b'yichu, you're just blowing, you're not blowing for shul, you're not blowing for someone else, you're blowing for, you, a person is just blowing shayfar for their own purpose of being kind of the mitzvah just for themselves, they could make the bracha l'kaya shayfar, not l'shmaya kol shayfar. And so, there might be some issue of ein ma'avir na'al mitzvahs. We're not supposed to put off mitzvahs. And, and because the tekeya could be making letkaya kol shayfer, we cover the shayfer so that he doesn't do that. And so we don't have this problem ein ma'avir na'al mitzvahs. This is very difficult. It's very problematic because, first of all, you should be covering up the tekeya also then because he's the one doing the mitzvah. He's the one who could be making letkaya shayfer. But also, it's not the mitzvah is not the bracha. The mitzvah is either blo- is hearing the sound of the shayfer. So there's no real ma'avir na'al mitzvahs. So there's no really good explanations, from my opinion. The best one is that Avnei Nezer, but th- there aren't really too many others that really work, um, from my perspective. Um, and so the next uh, the next resort for a solution to where this minute comes from is Kabbalah. You know, we don't know why we do something. We say it's Kabbalah. And this is, I'm not being glib. The Debert Sinerov says this in Chuvas Be'er Moshe, where he goes over this whole thing. He says, well, if we don't know why we're doing this, it must be Alpi Kabbalah. And the best source for Kabbalah is that it's, um, the the shayfer is a comparison to the akeda. We have the aisle by the akeda, Yitzchak, and we blow shayfer that comes from an aisle. And either the aisle was hidden, or there are others who say that the that Avram Avinu kept Yitzchak hidden until the last minute, so something could have put a, put a mum in him. So we do the same thing with the shayfer. The problem with this is, first of all, the first person who brings it, which is the Radal, um, he doesn't like it. He says this is a big daich. He doesn't see it. None of the um, none of the siddhars or any of the sifarim of the mukabalim bring this minute to cover the shayfer. So it doesn't seem like this minute comes al pikabal. So that brings us to the third approach, um, which is proposed by um, Rivikiel Goldhaber, who lives, I believe, in Yerushalayim. And he wrote a whole article on this a couple of years ago. Um, and he says that the earliest mention he could find of this minute is um, in Haggai in Hagim of Rav Isaac Terno. Rav Isaac Terno was from the Tukufa of the Rishonim, so that's the exception to the Rishonim I'm mentioning. He lived in Austria. He had a Sefer Minhagim where he put down various Minhagim. We don't really know much about Rav Isaac Terno beyond that. Um, but then there were Haggais, there were unknown people who wrote annotations to his Sefer on the Haggais, uh, on the Haggais, who wrote annotations on the Sefer Minhagim. And in those Haggais, the the copy we have from Prague and some of the more popular copies said yesh lechasais you one should cover the shayfer at the time of the bracha. Um, now what this Rachel Goldhaber did was he dug in and he looked at the earlier manuscripts and the earlier copies of the Hagaisman Hagum der Isaac Turner and he found that the earliest copies didn't have this lashon they had a completely different girsa changed two words instead of saying yesh lechasais it was yachol lenasais it is permitted to test or to try bishas um, habracha, which almost sounds like one can try to give a couple of test blows on the shayfer right when they're starting out and it's not going to be a problem. There are problems with this, but his theory, Rip Goldhaber, is that this whole thing, this whole minute is a big mistake that there was, you know, the, the original girsa, the original writing of the Haggais and Huggin wrote Yachal the nun in that particular ksav, which was what we might call a Rashi print, um, looked very close to a chaf, and eventually someone said, you know, miscopied that as yachal and then they said yachal doesn't make sense, it should be yesh 
And so a Tai cipher evolved into a minig. The problem is this minig is very, very widespread. It's not just Ashkenazim, it's Sephardim. And while the Haggais Minhagim of Rav Isaac Turner were very, very popular in Ashkenaz, there were, um, there were um, watch called, there were Machsus printed with it and various other Sephardim printed with it. It doesn't explain how this could possibly have gotten over to Sephardish Kehillahs. Um, also the Machsayrim and, and other sperm that were printed from the Haggai's Minhagim didn't have this particular minig in them. The earliest where we do have this again is, in the, is perhaps the Eliel Rabbah, who was in Prague, where the first mis, misprint apparently of Yachal and Nasis changed to Yachal Hasis was, the Eliel Rabbah um, did say this minig and he attributed it to what is apparently Haggai's Minhagim of Revisic Turno. So that's the three approaches to this minig. One is that it's Al-Pi Second is Al-Piyah Kabbalah, and third is it's all a big mistake. It's a Thai cipher. Have a great day.